0: welcome to the sound of movement podcast today we're kicking off a week of talking about training motivation and today's show is all about why people fail to achieve their goals we're going to be talking about the order the hierarchy of needs that you need to be tackling your training from in order to achieve great results Like Vasquez said in Aliens, let's rock. If you're new
1: to the tribe, we've got Rich behind the mix. Rad is at the table with me, Yanni Bormeister, the Dream Team, back together again. We are Unity Gym, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the only online program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete, Get daily coached by us plus our epic foundations prep program and revolutionary structural balance blueprint, so you can create your ideal program and optimize your performance. As a valued listener, use the link in the description and you get your first month free. How good is that? Now, before we get started, warm welcome. If you are on the live stream in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group, make sure you leave a comment and we'll send you back some love. Remember, anyone can join and interact in that group. Just search for UMS Movement Mastermind on Facebook. Lastly, big shout out to our YouTube athletes catching the replay, hit the like button to support the channel and subscribe if you like what you see. Today, it's just the dream team, Rad, myself and Richie behind the mix. Uh, Phil is away. How are you guys? Yeah,
0: good. <clears throat> um, still recovering, but- Good to uh, be back. Good to be back, yeah, good to be back. Mm. Are, you, uh, are, you telling, are you telling people what happened? Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I had a vasectomy exactly a week ago today, and uh, my personal experience is that people undersold um, <laughs> the, what the pain and discomfort that followed it uh, would be, and I, uh, I had a, what, more like what my dad, what our dad described that I remember, And uh, I don't know if you were living with Dad, with us when Dad got his vasectomy, because I don't remember you being there, but I I remember very clearly seeing him, I've got a visual imprint of him on the couch, asking him how he was going and he just looked at me and said, it just feels like I've been kicked in the nuts constantly (laughs) and I can't move. And that's what it was like for me. And I was on on painkillers for prescription painkillers, so I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world, but in Australia to get anything with codeine in it, you need a prescription. And I had had, a Panadine, Oh man, I'm getting a wave of it right now. Um, I had codeine, Panadine Fort, which is the 30 milligrams of codeine and also the Panadine Extra, which is the 15 milligrams of codeine and depending on how bad the pain was, I'd have one or the other every four hours and I did that for five days and I started to feel better on Sunday. So I thought, all right, I'm going to go back on Monday and I didn't take any painkillers Monday morning and two things happened. Number one, I felt the level of pain again because I wasn't on the painkillers. But number two, I felt like I was like withdrawing from drugs, and I can see now why they made those drugs prescription in Australia because I've never ha- like I've had that that same um, uh, Panadol and codeine concoction at times, you know, if like I had a bad headache or whatever it was. But I've never had it for five days, and by God, did I feel it yesterday when I was coming off them? It was f- I was so thrown around; it was horrible. So uh, anyway, that's what I'm. What uh, I want everyone to do that's watching live is to smash that like button for Rad's nuts. Yep, like
1: give him some love. Oh, the, <laughs> he obviously smash needs and it. Rad's
0: nuts in the same <laughs> sentence actually <It laughs> makes me sort of squint uh, a little bit but uh no like, I'm, I'm getting better i had
1: That'll it done right. i had it done a couple of years ago and it wasn't as bad as that i do remember it being quite i d- definitely believe people downplay it almost almost as much as they downplay how difficult it is to have kids you know people are always like oh yeah kids you know they're yeah, just yeah, something oh yeah, yeah you know i was yeah. a little bit
0: uncomfortable for a couple of days and like whatever yeah. and I was like,
1: <laughs> it's one of those things it's like giving birth your brain is programmed to make you forget yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> so you so you will do it again in, in the case of Gimbeth. anyway let's not talk about mm-hmm. rad's nuts all day let's talk about why people fail to achieve their goals, and uh, this is one of my favorite topics. I I, I lo- love motivation far more than uh, just framing it in the means of uh, motivating people for exercise. I use these uh, psychological hacks and uh, and pro- productivity hacks to get to get motivated to do anything in life, and I think this is really important. And I think it's an under utilized skill for most people you know it is a skill you can you can train it and um the most important thing and i I was just sharing off camera to the boys uh, i read Mm. this great email from i i would call him a mentor of mine uh i've read every one of his books i've been involved in some of his little training uh courses and things like that is seth godin and uh he uh, he, I, I subscribed to his daily emails and he wrote this great email about the order of operations and he used it in the context of making, uh, to, to, to describe the importance of the order of operations. He framed it, um, in, in regards to making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And uh, he said, you know, if you put the jelly on the bread before the peanut butter, it doesn't work. You, you end up making a mess of the sandwich. And if you put the peanut butter down before you put the bread down, you get an even worse outcome. And what he was framing is that there is an order of operations for everything that we do in life that is optimal. And, there, and, and if you don't use it or follow it, you get a less than desirable outcome. And that couldn't be more important when you're talking about exercise and training and goal setting and things like that. You know? And what we talk about um, in our unified movement system and here at Unity Gym is that the order of operations, we call it the health hierarchy, and we talk about the importance of building a foundation before you try to you know transform your physique or before you try to <clears throat> unlock or become a master at calisthenics or movement or kung fu or dance or any movement practice whatsoever you know and uh rad posted a great little insight video that um our, our videographers uh, put together um from one of our previous uh, podcasts You know talking about the need for um maximal strength in calisthenics you know uh and how it it is phenomenal how quickly you unlock skills once you're already strong but if you're not already strong and flexible you could say it's almost impossible and you try and try and try and try and years go by and you don't really get anywhere and then if you just go back and build some strength and flexibility which we call the the base level of our foundation all of a sudden these skills come really easily you know Yep. And we've learned this for, for, for years and years and years, and it hasn't come by accident. It's come through us interviewing amazing people, training with amazing people, building an incredible circle of influence with some of the best people in the business in strength and conditioning, in bodybuilding, in calisthenics, in martial arts, in all of these um, movement disciplines, you know, and, and, and noticing these correlations between all of these people you know why are they so successful at what they do and the answer was really bleedingly obvious they had built their foundation many many years ago and they don't need it need to think about it anymore and now they're in a position where they can go and deploy that into what they're doing and get incredible results and the results seem to come really quickly you know it's like this whole thing about Overnight success! Oh my God, he came out of nowhere, and he's just so good. And he's just genetically gifted, you know. I love that one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I think an important thing to say about the health hierarchy of needs is that we didn't create it; we discovered it. I think that's a a good way to describe it. It's not we didn't sit down and say, "Hey, let's come up with something that we can use in our program or sell to people or whatever it is." It's just something that we discovered through the through what you just said through these correlations that we noticed um you know through people that had achieved greatness within the health and fitness space and yeah you know motivation is that is that first step it's the first thing that we noticed was consistent with people that had really achieved a lot is that they had they were very motivated and they had a very they were very clear on why they were doing uh their things and it was something that you know, that's something that what we've noticed is, is, is not there with people who are, you know, they do this yo-yo type of training where you'll see them, you know, going really hard for a short period of time and they'll really be in the gym a lot and then all of a sudden you don't see them for however long or they, they cancel their membership and then they're, they're coming back next year to, you know, have another run at it
1: and that's happening right now this is it's that time of year for people where this is what 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 defines the people that achieve success in their goals and the people that achieve mediocrity in their goals it's this point in the year where everyone's now back into the rhythm of work the high the elation of new year's resolutions and the kicking off of the new year has died in most cases, and now it's up to you to, to find your reason to turn up every day and to train and to keep going uh, on those goals uh, because it, it, it's kind of like the honeymoon period is over. Oh, you know, the honeymoon, hum, yeah. honeymoon period just ended yeah. and uh, and we are yeah. even seeing it here at Unity Gym. The classes were packed last month, you know, like uh, y- y- we had wait lists for the classes. Yeah. And now, and February, now yeah. there's, uh, you know, we capped them at 20 and there's, you know, averaging 15. Yep. Uh, and before there was a wait list of at least five, if not 10 people for each class, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and that w- the only, the only way to answer that is, like, there's no one's achieved their annual goal in two months, January, February, you know, what they've done is they've hit a wall of motivation where it's like, oh man, the reality of work, high expectations, I don't have, I just don't have time anymore. You know, uh, it wasn't realistic or whatever else, Mm -hmm. but that's wrong. It's just about
0: reigniting that motivation. Mm -hmm. Why did you start? I think what's really, really important is um, understanding where your fitness goals fit on your priority list and understanding what a priority list means. And I was lucky enough to have this explained to me by my um, Kung Fu Sifu, which means um, Kung Fu teacher, My um, my the biggest influence on my life uh, as a mentor through my 20s, and, um, and he said to me, because I was a terrible student in the sense of what we're describing, I was on again, off again, on again, off again. And though I achieved a greater result than most people in my academy, and what most people ever achieved with martial arts, I achieved a mediocre result compared to an expert. And the, if, I, if I had the, the know-how that I have now, if I had the mindset that I have now, if I had the understanding that I have now, I would have achieved far greater results. And, but the thing that he taught me that I want to pass on to, to our listeners now, is he said to me once, it, it, it stuck with me, and, and he said this to me 20 years ago, maybe more, he said, "Rad, if you ever want to get good at kung fu and, you know, take kung fu out and insert anything. Put in, you know, if you ever want to get good at, put that in here." Then you need to put it on your priority list and it can't come lower than third place. Now, I want to clarify what I mean by this here. I mean getting really good at something. I don't mean a mediocre result. So, maybe if it's just wanting to get strong, fit, and flexible, may- maybe it could come fourth. I doubt it could come fifth, and I'll tell you what I mean. For most people, work and family come either first or second. Most people are that way. If you have a job and you work somewhere around where where we deal with people, then work is, is almost certainly number one or two on your priority list, and if it wasn't, you'd probably be getting fired. And what do I mean by that? Well. The, the, the word priority meaning prior to. You do it prior to other things. So you don't get up in the morning and go, oh, well, I'm just going to go and sit on the couch and watch some Netflix. No, that comes after work. Work comes prior to that, right? Family often comes prior to other things as well. You know, like once work's done, okay, I'm going to devote some time to my family now. And then people start looking at their hobbies. You know, what do I like to do? Do I like to play Netflix? Do I like to play video, w- watch Netflix, play video games? Do I like to play a sport? Do I like to... Go to the pub and socialize with my friends whatever it is and this is what i mean and what my kung fu teacher meant about that third spot you have to be very very clear about what you want to go in that third spot because if you don't think about this and if you don't challenge yourself on it you'll default to the things that make you feel good Mm. you'll default to you know it's pretty easy to understand why work and family takes that first and second spot because if they don't you'll lose them you'll things will fall away from you so, but that third spot is something that gets fought for because if you don't think about it in, in the past for me, it's been the things that just make me feel good. It's been video games, it's been watching movies, it's been just hanging out with friends. So, it's, it's when you make this, this clarification of, you know, I want my training and my training goals to come third, that's when you start to really see good results because, you, you know, if you want to train in the mornings, you might be saying in March, Man, it's getting really hard now. You know, work's piling up, and w- and this and that and everything. But when we really dig deep in with people, and we start saying, okay, so cool, so work finished here. What did you do then? I ate dinner. I spent time at blah 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 blah. And what did you do right up till you went to bed? Well, you know, I stayed up watching Netflix until eleven o'clock. Well, of course you didn't feel like getting up in the morning and going to the gym. You set a goal for yourself, but you didn't reverse engineer that goal and say, okay, well, if I need to be up at five to be at the five thirty a.m. class and I need eight hours sleep, I need to be in bed by nine o'clock, so I can't watch Netflix until 11 o'clock. But if you don't make that clarification, if you, and that's easy in January. It's very easy. You know, you start the year, you're motivated, you're ready to go. But as soon as the things start to creep back into your life, you start to forget this list of priorities, you start to forget where your goals sit. But I guarantee you, if you started in January wanting to lose fat, wanting to build muscle, wanting to get stronger, wanting to learn calisthenics, whatever it is, if you get to the end of this year and you haven't at least edged closer to those goals you're gonna feel like you let yourself down and if you go through two or three or four or ten years having that process repeat over and over again you're really gonna feel like you let yourself down
1: I think I think that one of the biggest problems is that people forget why or don't establish a real true reason why they're training and this mm-hmm. is where we start with our motivation course with our uh, fast growth workshop with everything we do is to find what your burning desire is find your why uh because it can't just be to start training or to get a bit healthier or to lose a bit of weight it's that's we just know time and time again at this point in the year those things don't matter anymore they're not they're not strong enough when you put them against the the like ridiculous amount of effort you've got to put in to achieve that goal it, it just doesn't hold off. Yeah. It doesn't hold up. You know, you put lose a bit of weight and then the reality after two months of trying and how much effort and how much it, it discomfort you have to endure to, to, and you get here and after two months, you've hardly lost any weight. You just go, oh, bugger that, you know. And I think what people need to do at this point is if they haven't done it already, they need to drill down on their why. Why is that goal important? See, here's the thing. What you come to realize once you become a master at exercise or you've been doing it for a decade or two is that it affects positively everything you do in life. It, you know, and Brad talked about the two biggest priorities, family and work. There is nothing that's going to affect your family and work more positively than being fit and healthy. Nothing. And anyone who says otherwise is full of shit. I'm gonna call you out because you haven't achieved it yourself and you don't you 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 probably don't really know what you're talking about you know but i can say with absolute certainty after talking doing this for 17 years talking to the best people in the business in business in finance in wealth creation in all of it they will all say the same thing there is nothing that affects your ability to be there for your family and to be a great role model for your children and to do this and then to carry that all over into your work, to have the confidence to just crush, the energy to do a 12 hour day and not even bat an eyelid. All of this sort of stuff is positively affected by your health more than anything, Mm. you know? Being healthy, eating good food, uh, you know, you, you're happier because when you eat good, when you eat shitty food, it spikes your endorphins and then you tend to have a crash, so you feel a bit miserable afterwards. So people don't take into consideration how poor health affects their performance in every other facet of their life, and so they get to this point and they don't prioritise their training because their goal was really superficial, and they didn't drill down on. Well, hang on a minute. What if I go deeper? Like, what if I achieve that health goal, that fat loss goal, that muscle building goal, that strength goal? Uh, And I wrote about this a lot over the weekend when we were doing our, um, our, when we invited everyone to join our online coaching program. We don't train in the gym to get good at the gym. You know, we train in the gym because lifting more weight than we're comfortable with, uh, running further and faster than we're comfortable with, it builds grit. And it builds grit that you can then deploy you can take into every facet of your life when you're having a stressful day with your family when your kids are just losing their shit, that grit helps when you're having a really stressful time at work where you're having to perform or outperform someone for a job promotion or perform in a manner that gets you the pay rise you need to support your family or you know climb the 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 corporate ladder uh, or just get a job in general when you're stressing about that lifting heavy running further than you can run doing a harder workout than you've ever done before get just getting up in the morning just the act of dealing with the discomfort of getting up at 5am when your alarm goes off and walking out when it's still dark and cold that builds grit on a level that most people can't even imagine and that in and of itself carries over
0: to everything you do in life it was yeah. a bit of a rant. No, no, no! Absolutely. It, it, look, it is, and there's, <clears throat> you know, there's so many examples uh, of this. I mean, this is this is one of the reasons why, you know, fitness and and people training really hard is um, is synonymous with, you know, a good work ethic. Like, you know, there's there's so much imagery of of people training really really hard that goes in. Like when you look at those motivation videos, you know, those videos that have you know, 20 million views and stuff on YouTube that we've watched a lot that are compilations of really, really good motivational speakers, the imagery that goes along with it, 90% of it is people training hard. Have you noticed that? It's always people training. I I actually noticed that one time after watching, you know, the 50th one that I'd watched. I was like, wow, they're always showing people doing exercise. Like there's a lot, but they're not talking about exercise at all. They're often talking about, um, you know, motivation for career success and family success and things like that. Yeah. yeah so it really is it's something that is um you know w- when you develop that grit with training you know and and what is what is angela duckworth what does she call grit it's the combination of hard work and persistence isn't it or i think so
1: yeah hard I ca- work i can't can- remember the book's right there it's the blue one. it's the blue one right there next to you you could reach over and grab it and it'll say yeah, i'm just gonna give it well, great, sure
0: great book i'm sure it'll come up it's uh it's it, it's it's such a great thing and and the you know the way that she the way that she defines what uh you know what what grit is now here it's a special blend of passion and persistence there you is go. what she yep. calls it passion yep. and persistence is grit
1: yep. and um and it's arguably the best skill that you that one can develop yep. but this is what i want to leave people on because we do um we're going to bring this uh, in for a landing and i mm-hmm. really really want people to understand this if you're facing that hurdle it's that time of year it's just hit march you know over the next month in the southern hemisphere we're going to go into winter where things are going to get even harder in the northern hemisphere it's going to start to warm up soon and things will get a little bit easier but you need to reestablish your burning desire you need to and if you have never done this before then i argue that it's it's going to be critical for you you know you need to figure out why you started exercising and why it was so important to you and it has to go much deeper than you just wanted to lose a few kilos and you also need to you need to figure out a way of associating the the results you're going to get from training hard to a positive impact on everything that you do in life it's going to have the most profound impact on your ability to go to work and yes i know that when you first start a new exercise program it wipes you out you're exhausted your energy has to adjust you you have to you know your body has to adjust to taking this especially if you're training in the morning which i urge people to do because it's the best way to do it You have to adjust to how you feel afterwards and you got to figure out what's right for you. But all of that is part of the process of building this resilience and this grit. Your body gets used to it. And then after a while, it goes, come at me, give me more, you know, Mm -hmm. and then going to do a wicked workout in the morning, you know, and then getting on with your day, it becomes really easy, Mm. you know, and you start to just have this abundance of energy. I mean, people, you know, yesterday I had a talk to our Nilesh, our our new physio, and he was blown away by the fact that I'd been for a run in the morning and then I'd done this massive workout and I was fasting for 24 hours yesterday. I didn't Mm. eat until 6.30 at night. Actually, later, because I cooked a roast, it took me until 7.30 to eat, you know. So I actually fasted for about 20 20. I know I I realized now I broke it in the afternoon. I fasted for about 20 hours, Um, but still, you know, I did massive amounts of workout and didn't eat anything for that long. He said, Oh, there's no way I could do that, I'd fall apart, Mm. you know. And And I'm like, Well, your body gets trained. I used to be like that. I used to need to eat every two hours, or at least that was the story I told myself, you know. Mm. And then, yeah, your body gets used to it and it develops this incredible grit, Mm. and that that helps with everything everything, it's how I manage my depression, you know, it's how I turn up to work when I'm really stressed, it's how I, it's how you do everything, Mm.
0: you know. Well, I was, um, I was actually chatting to Lockie, one of our superstar tribe members, he's one of our uh, most senior students, he's been with us now for, uh, I think, five years. Um, And he's come, like, he'll he'll be in his fifth, uh, into his sixth year now, so almost six years. and he was, he was saying to me how, because, you know, we've got this whole bunch of new members that started this year and he was saying how a couple of the new members have come up to him in the last month or so and, and marveled at what he can do and said, man, I, I just can't believe how flexible you are and also how strong you are and how good you can do all this stuff. And he was saying to me, like, he kind of just threw it away and he went, oh, man, you know, what I mean, like, you just turn up and do the work. Like, you know, you get there. And it, it really is, um, when I look at somebody like Lockie, you know, um, or like Stav, or like Erica. Um, you know, these are just people that, to be honest, anybody from Unity Gym that's listening to this, I'm naming people from my class that I teach because I don't have that same um, connection to everybody else because I don't teach the lunchtime and evening classes. But, you know, they're some of our highest performers and there's a ingredient that they all have and that is grit and time. They've got, they've banked time. so. But, know,
1: but, but be careful with what you say there. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. They don't have more time than anyone else. No,
0: that's exactly right. They've just chosen to do what I said earlier in the show, which is to prioritize their gym training and just make sure that they get it done. And and who did you say? You said Stav, you said Stav, Erica and, Erica and uh, Lockie. Two of those people I know
1: came to us compromised. Yeah. They had issues, yeah. and they were like, "Man, I'm hurting, and I want to fix something." So yeah. they had a good reason yeah. to, to stay. Yeah. I don't know if Erica
0: was the same. Yeah, I don't know if she was either. But um, yeah, I mean, just just hearing Lockie say that, and I was, and I said to him, "I said, yeah, man, you know, you you're one of our senior students now. You know, to a beginner that walks in the door, they they're amazed at what you can do. You know, mm. you can he does front splits, pancakes, muscle ups, handstands. He does all this really." really impressive stuff and all of that for a 45 year old you know i think he turns 46 this year yeah um so you know if you're somebody that's listening to this and 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 we're speaking to you you're hearing this and saying yeah oh god i was so motivated in january in the last week or two i found it really really hard to get into the gym you need to recalibrate yourself you need to remind yourself of why you came here in the first place and just Remember that the most important thing is to just turn up. It doesn't matter if you go through a month of feeling like you didn't bring your A game and you didn't do the best thing. Because that month of still just turning up and going through the motions, it all adds up. Yep. And the biggest thing that you tra- trained in that time is the habit muscle. Yep. And when you train that habit muscle and make it strong, then you, that is the first ingredient to success.
1: Well, that leads into what we're going to be talking about tomorrow, which is the second step of the health hierarchy, the habit of exercise yeah, the daily, and
0: daily habit. Yeah.
1: And, and you know, we're going to, we're going to really frame this up and let you guys know what we're talking about with this whole health hierarchy or the order of operations. But I cannot stress to you enough how important, and this show hopefully has highlighted that, that, that step one is, which is to find your why it can't be just a superficial goal the goal is part of the strategy that we put together to get you there but finding your why your deeply rooted burning desire the reason that you want to achieve your goal is number one because that's how you ignite motivation and without motivation everyone gets to this point in the year and they start to drop off and it's only you know a few select people who have enough of a burning desire to keep going that stay on and achieve greatness and if you can persevere for three, six or 12 months, then you become like Lockie, Stav, Erica, these superstars in the gym who, it just becomes their norm. Mm-hmm. It's now abnormal for these guys not to train five days a week, if not six. You know, I, I come in in the morning on Saturday and Stab's here almost every Saturday, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Erica often too. And, and it's just... Yeah, you know, it's it, it it's really important that you guys get through this period. This is the tough part. This is yeah, it. This yeah. is what we've been training yeah, the for. The start of you the know, year is not
0: hard. Everybody there is so much motivation in the air in the start of the year. It's yeah. it's when you get to March. Yeah, March the honeymoon is period the is hardest hardest over now. Yeah. And you now March, you have to work for it. If you get through March, you you're likely to really achieve your goals this year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's go, people. Let's do it. Ignite that fire. Find your burning desire. Drill down. Do the five whys exercise we do in our fast growth workshop. Ask yourself why your goal is important to you five times until you cannot come up with another answer. And it's usually always associated with social psychology. Let's go. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to go deeper into this. We're going to talk about the second step in the health hierarchy, building a healthy daily exercise habit. Have fun. Health is about performance,
0: not just body image. You better be willing to accept totally. what you're gonna have to do to get there. We'll Start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever.
1: The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the
0: consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there, it's not the intensity.